I feel like a star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this for the longest haul, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause, cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. Oh, hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Colby Rebel Show. I am your host, Colby Rebel. This is going to be an exciting evening tonight. We have a special, special treat in store for you. It is such an honor to have this gentleman back on air with me. I met him a few years ago at this point in Lilydale, which, as many of you know, I talk and speak highly of so often. It's the largest and oldest spiritual community uh, in the United States, perhaps the world. So, and Joseph uh, will talk about it a little bit more. But my guest tonight, there's so much to say, right? It would take all the time just to give that introduction. But he is a medium. He is a teacher. He is a spirit artist. He works around the world, internationally. He has award-winning art, award-winning teaching, and he is just revered by so many that know and love him as being someone that is unbelievably accurate and precise, authentic. He truly has a passion not only for spirit and, and doing the service that's needed, but also ensuring that his students have the nurturing and care that they need. And so it's quite an honor to see someone just so unbelievably gifted, so humble, so loving, and on air with us to talk. So please put your hands together for Mr. Joseph Shield. <laughs> Oh, hello, hello, Joe. How are you? I'm fine, Colby. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. I'm I'm blushing. I think big guy <laughs> and red cheeks. Oh, it's very, so very great nice. to Thank have you. you. It's so great to have you. And how mm -hmm. are you doing? How is life for you in our our COVID pandemic environment? Well, I I've got to say it's uh, I think it's challenging. I think I'm much you know I'm. I'm I'm blessed. I've got a lot of a lot of good things going for me too. So um, I really feel for those that are struggling, and um, and hopefully I've been trying to offer some things for them as well to j just help uh, get through this because it is it is difficult around the country and out where I am as, as well. Uh, so um, everyone's in my prayers for sure because uh, I know it's I know it's been been rough on lots of people, and uh, I've had it, the one thing that's good that's happened good for me is I got to go take care of my grandson for a couple of months. And that was, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Hardest job I ever had, but a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. I bet they always have so much energy, those little ones, don't they? Oh yeah. 18 months old. Yeah. He, I'm, I can't even catch up with them, but that's okay. Wow. How wonderful mm -hmm. though. How wonderful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, mm -hmm. you have had such an unbelievable journey and uh, one that continues to grow one you know you are just non-stop in your service to spirit and it all wasn't always like what's interesting you know you grew up in a very irish catholic irish am i correct catholic irish background yeah. Yeah. and mm -hmm. you know the judaism and going to priesthood and then you took this wild detour i mean right wide right mm -hmm. uh <laughs> 
<laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I never went. I never. I never became a priest, but I. But but I, you know, entered into a, a couple of different, uh, you know, seminary type programs, and finally, uh, all of this was welling up. So I, I said, I guess it's time for me to go figure out what's going on. So that's that's what brought me to all this uh, spirit art and and mediumship. Well, what's incredible is, you know, that is a journey. You you knew at a, as a young man, at a young age, your soul mm -hmm. was exploring. You knew there was something beyond this physical world, even at a young oh, absolutely. age. And, absolutely. you know, for a lot of the listeners out there, they do. They face challenges of coming out of the spiritual closet, as as we like to call it. Or, you know, <laughs> what about their mm -hmm. family? Like when you first came out how did your family respond were they super supportive originally or did they have to warm up to the idea do you mind sharing no. <laughs> i think they, i think i have five sisters and a brother and i think they all thought i fell off the deep end i think that's exactly <laughs> you know and um and my dad was alive at the time and and uh my my stepmother's still still alive and kicking and uh and uh, but you know at the time i really had a a quandary and, and letting them know. I didn't know exactly how to do it, but the more I became known and, uh, you know, the websites came out and that type of thing, I said, you know, if I don't, if I don't tell them, my father has the same name as mine. And he used to always be very, very, uh, a stickler about, you know, don't embarrass the family. Don't, oh, you know, yes. old, old Boston Irish, I got to tell you. So, uh, <laughs> you know, but, and he's the, he was a junior and I'm the third. So he, he would like, you know, you be careful, don't, you know, don't get our name in the mud and that type of thing. And he, he was uh, an executive, you know, uh, well-known himself. So he, uh, I was, I was worried about what he would think. And um, when I finally told him we had, we had a heart to heart, we had, uh, he broke down in tears for a while. Wow. And then I, I thought maybe, you know, oh, here I really broke the old man's heart. You know, this is, this is bad. <laughs> this is real bad. I mean, I've, I've, I've given them some scares before, but this is, this is it. You know, this is, I shouldn't have done this to this guy. And, um, he told me to shut up, which is what his, you know, one of his favorite words, uh, <laughs> he, you know, um, but he told me to shut up and he said, he said, you don't understand, you know, you're just like your mother. And my mother had passed when I was 12 and she was a, she was an artist and she was a, a, a musician and uh, she was a wonderful, wonderful person. And, uh, and she had this ability along with both my grandmothers. So that's where it came from. And I, he said, I've been trying to keep you from this all your life. And I said, why would you do that? And he said, cause it scares me. And I can understand that, you know, cause it scared me too. And I think a lot of people today are growing up with this. And so they're a lot more easily going about, about getting into it and learning and they want to learn. And that's unfamiliar to me. Most of the people I know from my generation um, were almost terrified to get into it, you know, unless they had real you know, open-minded, maybe hippie parents or something, you know, they, they really had trouble getting into it. And, I, um, I myself, you know, was really against all this stuff for a long time. I, I having a religious background of a heavy Catholic background, I, I really was terrified of delving into this and having, you know, like this could be evil, this could be this. Yeah. And it took a long time for me to 
experience what I've experienced, become truthful in my own heart about what's going on and become okay with it. And to the point where I can stand up and stand with my head high and say, this is what I do. And hopefully uh, the younger people getting into it today will not have that same wall to break down that that same road to walk they'll they'll find it a little bit easier with all the new things that are happening and all the new science that's at 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 stake here and and we're learning so much and we've got a long way to go but i think it's uh there's a brave new world and a new understanding of all this so i i think it's wonderful you're doing a show and getting out getting out there and letting people know it you know it exists it's not you know it's not a bunch of baloney and uh, so congratulations on that. And thank you so much for what you do. That's really fantastic. Uh, thank you so much. It, you know, I really appreciate that. But really, you're it's it's people like you, the influence like you guys are you guys are the trailblazers. <laughs> so here's what's interesting. I know I read that you really help people all religions. Right. You know, whether it's Catholicism, yeah. Judaism, Buddhism, you really, you know, help people embrace this world as well. Mm-hmm. How is that for you? You know, how do you help someone come to terms with the spirit world? And can you share a little bit of your beliefs? Like, are you, do you still believe in, in God and Jesus? And do you mind sharing a little bit of that? No, not at all. I, I, um, you know, I was asked a question one time that was asked and it was a, and that was, you know, is Jesus your savior? And, um, I shocked the group because they were hoping I'd say no. You know, and um, I said, yeah, but not how you're thinking about it. And they said, what are you talking about? And I said, I believe that the way Jesus or Christ walked was the correct walk, was the way to live the best life. And, and if I correct, he said, you, you can do this too. You know, this and more you, you can do. And uh, he was he was talking to brothers and sisters, to, to all of us, say, saying we're... And the same goes for a lot of masters. They understood that there was something greater than ourselves. You know, I think, I think Gandhi said it best. He, he said that there's, uh, there's, no, there's, there's no religions in heaven. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and and <laughs> because all religions have they have some good things about them. They have some, their moral compasses for certain communities and certain places, but they also do a terrible thing, which is separate us. Yeah. And we're not, they separate us by, you know, race, color, creed, whatever the case may be. And, uh, you know, and they put us into these class structures and all this other, and we're all in this together. We're all in this world and we all matter, all of us. And we all have a significant uh, and very, very, uh, I would say, special place in the midst of everything. And, and thank God we're different. Thank, thank God we're all, we've got a, we've, we've all bring our own talents and our own tools and our own uh, interests and our own struggles. And even the clashes and crashes of life become a way for all of us to find a way forward to peace. And so my, my belief is, is that no matter what anybody's going through, no matter how they were brought up, um, I need to respect that, that situation. 
I don't need to agree with everything they believe in. I don't need to, to say yes to everything they say. I, but I do have to say to them, I honor where you're coming from and I honor where you're at, but I'm going to, but I'm going to put my two cents in too and say, this is how I see it in the state of love, not in the state of, oh, I'm better than you or you're worth it. You know, that, that type of stuff just tears us all down. It yeah. doesn't build anything up at all. Yeah. So when we reach to love one another, no matter what, that's when we really begin to believe. And it's over, th I guess, I guess I've been lucky enough, blessed enough, uh, you know, fortunate enough in over many years of, of thousands of readings to not be told directly by spirit what it's all about, because I don't think that's really happened. But I've experienced enough over and over and over again to know that their wisdom, those who have been here, done this already, made the mistakes, you know, earned the T-shirt, if you will. <laughs> they express to us their need and their hope for us to find a way to love one another, you know, and weren't we told that as well? Um, above all else, love one another as I've loved you. You know? I love that. So. Now, you know, here's the other thing. I want to know, were you an artist first and then spirit art came in or was spirit talking? Like, how did you end up being able to draw people on the other side? Like, it's not like you saw a photo of them first, right? They're, they're connecting and talking to you and then you draw mm -hmm. the photo. How does that happen? Can you please, ex I am not a drawer, so I'm amazed by this. So please share. Honestly, it was an accident. Um, it, you know, I my first spirit drawing was when I was five. And, you know, I was laying on the tile floor of the foyer and, and drawing on a piece of paper. And I drew, a, I drew a, a very detailed drawing with about 11 people in it. And um, it was, you know, a whole bunch of priests. And my mother freaked out. And, uh, and priest and nuns showed up at the house. And they looked at it. And what was amazing about it was the dexterity was good. You know, it was as good, almost as good as I draw now. It wasn't just crayons on the wall like I usually did, you know. It was something to it. So, in other words, it was an influence other than me uh, helping me do that. Uh, that that made those grandmothers I told you about and my great aunts and things like that, you know, kind of pushed me towards the priesthood, you know. And the old, the old Boston Irish, you're either <laughs> going to be a policeman, you know, a policeman, a fireman, or, you know, a priest. One of the, those are your choices, right? Uh, but... Uh, you know, dad wanted me to be a businessman. But the fact of the matter is, is that I, I, I went on for years like that. And yes, I painted and I, and I, and I love art. I love to create, I love to sculpt. I love to do work in stone and steel and all kinds of things over the years. I didn't get a lot of time to do it. So, but I've tried to cut out some time to do it over the years. When I was in the diaconate program um, in the library one night, I, I'm dyslexic. So I have, I have my tricks that got me through college and, and you know, and helped me in grad school where I, I would, uh, you know, try to read these volumes of philosophy books and theology books and that type of thing. But I have my ways of getting around things by, you know, figuring things out, if you will, you know, reading, reading different ways, if you will. And a lot of times if I start to read and I get very heavily into reading, I fall asleep and I'm just going to start to nod off. So instead of letting myself fall asleep, I doodle 
and that keeps me that keeps me going and it kind of puts me into what i know now as an altered space so in that altered space or that altered mind if you will i stay awake i read i retain what i'm doing and i'm doodling at the same time so i started doodling pictures of people and the strange thing is people in the library started to recognize who i was drawing (laughs) and they were freaking out and they said, why did you, why are you drawing my uncle? And I said, I'm just drawing a guy with a baseball cap. That's all I'm doing. Be quiet. We're in a library, you know, and he's no, no, you don't understand. My, my uncle died four months ago. And that's, that's my uncle. How do you know my uncle? I said, I don't know your uncle, you know, and they would be, you know, zealot about, they'd be, be like overly passionate about the fact that this drawing. So I, so I, you know, ripped the drawing off and say, here, would you like it? And I, and they said, yeah. And I said, well, Tom seemed like a nice guy. And they'd say, how'd you know his name? <laughs> and, I, and, and then I started freaking out, you know, and I remember going home and, and telling my family, I just, you know, th- something weird's happening to me. I don't know what's going on. I, you know, wow. so I talked to a bunch of priest friends, a bunch of deacon friends, a couple of rabbis I know, you know, and I talked to them and I said, what the hell's going on with me? You know, and next thing I know, I went to a therapist because I thought I'm, I must be losing my mind. And a couple of the old priests said, you're being attacked by the devil, you know, scared <laughs> the daylights out of me. And, and I, I really got into a, a lot of drama over this. And, uh, and finally, I just relaxed and I said, well, why don't I try this. And I had a very wonderful um, man who was one of my spiritual advisors, mentors at the time. Um, And he said, I believe you have a special gift, a real gift, you should go and check it out. You know, work out as much as you can about it, find out as much as you can about it, and then make a decision. Stop worrying about it, just figure it out. So I did. And that's when I learned about Lilydale. I learned about other things and other people that did this. And I went to my first circle and, uh, you know, I went to a shaman. I went to all these other different (laughs) things trying to figure out what the heck was going on. And I went to my first circle and we all meditated for a while, which was new for me as well, you know. And and as I meditated, then they said, well, what did you get? And, you know, and people started talking about, you know, they got these, this fairy land and somebody else got, you know, something on the water and, and like little pictures of things. And then I went around and had people for everybody in the circle. And the lady that was running the circle at the time, I don't even remember who that was, but, but she said, she says, well, don't mind him. He's been doing this for a long time. And I thought to myself, <laughs> lady, you have no idea. You know, I said, what, why am I, you know, and, and so, I realized that something more was going on and something more than I had been taught or that I had been allowed to know throughout my life and my religion, my religious background, both in Catholicism, Buddhism, et cetera, and the paths that I've tried, there was something more. And I needed to know that. So I started to chase this like, like it was, uh, you know, like it, like it was breath. And I really needed to know what the heck was going on with me. And, um, and so I still chase it, to be honest with you, Colby. It's, it's like, you know, I'm, I don't know everything, but I, I certainly want to know more all the time. I, I love that. And I, I agree. I, I feel like there's this thirst that we're still growing or we're still learning, no matter how long you've been doing it or been a medium. Like, I think when you're really serving spirit, it, it, you're always growing and learning. 
you know, people, when they're opening up to spirit, I think the nudge, there's like this nudge, right? Like you had that nudge that there's something mm -hmm. more, even if you can't place your finger on it, even if you're not quite sure what's happening. I think that that's the time to investigate your gifts, that to explore. Mm -hmm. Would you agree? I agree completely. Yeah. I think if you feel that, if you feel that, you know, some people might call it a calling. Some people yeah. might call it a push. Um, some people might call it a, a, an awakening or a realization that, wait a minute, there's more to this than just, you know, going to the nine to five every day. And, and uh, you know, not that that's not important, but it's it's there's more to life than what's sitting in front of us. There's the unseen world that's constantly there trying to help us. Oh, all the time. I'm going to show our our followers your spirit art. So, you know, this is incredible. So now just for anyone watching and looking at this, you have to remember Joseph does not see this physical photo first, right? He does not even know this exists. He's connecting, communicating. Right. He draws that spirit and then the person will show a photo. I mean, those are unremarkable mm -hmm. likings. So has it gotten better over the years? I mean, because this is pretty darn impressive. So, I mean, you couldn't have just it's, started it's, out like uh, that. <laughs> well, I, I have, I probably have thousands of pictures. I don't have photographs uh, to, 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 uh, to show because I, I didn't realize to even ask for them at the, when I first began, I just, you know, would give it to the person people would, we'd cry over the fact that they oh. saw their mother or their father or their child or whatever the case may be. And I'd hand it off to them. And I always try to do my best and try to do it, you know, try to get the person. I, I have had many things happen. Like I go to draw a mom and end up drawing the aunt, you know, <laughs> get the wrong person on the other side. Um, but I don't see any photographs. I don't look up anybody. I don't have time to Google people and all that stuff. I, I mean, I, I really believe in the authenticity of this and keeping a real integrity yeah. about the work. And I, otherwise I don't want to do it, you know? Yeah. So I really, um, have I screwed up and not gotten the right person? Yeah, sure. Many times, you know, and I just, do my best to see if I can feel and see the essence in my mind. So I draw it in different ways. I see them in my mind. And so it's almost like copying the picture I have in my head, you know, almost holographically, if you will. I feel my way around the drawing and they'll correct me. Uh, they'll whisper in my ear and say, I, that's not my hairdo. You know, it's like, oh, I'm okay, sure. You know, um, I, I'll, I'll physically feel like I want to do something while I'm blended with the spirit and blended with them. And I want to put my glasses on. So I put the glasses on the picture, you know, that type of thing. So those types of things, and, and there's a lot more to it that I've realized over the years, but a, a lot of it comes very, very naturally along with the, um, the information that's coming through in the mediumship itself. The mediumship is, is actually the more important thing. The uh, pictures were important to me because I wanted to kind of prove to myself that I was really getting the right person, that it wasn't just conjecture or about a bunch of generalities, that I really had the person we were talking about. So I started to really work very hard at getting the exact picture or at least the essence of that person as close as possible. And so that's what drives me today. Um, there's great news for all mediums coming in the next few years, though, where the drawings can be done for you, you know, and uh, with art, art of, you know, <clears throat> artificial intelligence and, and uh, 
programs that are coming out that, that will actually draw based on how the medium feels, how they look at things, how they're thinking, and actually capture the picture and draw it on a computer screen. There's some amazing things coming out for mediums. And I think in one way, it's going to be scary for mediums because it'll, it'll separate the, you know, the girls from the ladies, or if you will, or whatever. <laughs> it's, it's really kind of uh, to the point where you'll see who's really seeing what. Yeah. And that's going to be amazing. I, okay. I think that's fantastic. I mean, what a what a crazy world. <laughs> I mean, like it's like one of those things and you're like, how amazing would that be? Now it's you do be. something called Rograph. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming this Rograph is based on the aura of the person, right? Correct. What goes in an Rograph? So it like what what are some of the images? Um I'm gonna pull up something here. So for this, right, we've got You're these. You're going to scare people more. <laughs> no, these are, but they're so colorful and beautiful, and there's so many elements to them, right? So what does these mean? Like, can you just take us through what an orograph is and how does this information come in now it's differently than, you know, the spirit art as we just shown you? So share well, this I just, with me. I just finished, a, I just finished a, a, you know, a, a program just a while ago on orographs, and it'll be, it'll be offered again next year. Um, on on how to produce an orograph, how to how to go about it, and the drawing is the is the final um, kind of journey uh, of the uh, the effort, if you will. It is more empathic and psychic, if you will. Although we do at times slip into a deeper altered state of mediumship at times, so some of the drawings actually end up with pictures of loved ones in them. Um, I, I have no intention of doing that at the time, but sometimes it slips in as part of the story. Those orographs are read completely in, in that case. You'll notice that each one of them is started with a face, and that's how I started them. Other people, there are other people that do orographs, and they do a wonderful, wonderful job, and they do it in a, in, you know, in a different way. They have, a, they have different constructs of how they put them together and they're beautiful they're absolutely beautiful mine are a depth of the person's soul journey of their life so what i'm doing is not just telling the story of what was what is and what might happen you know like the psychic uh, you know who's going to get the boyfriend or type of thing mine is where have you been what have you been through where are you now and what are the choices you have to move forward and what I try to do is pick the highest and best for your soul's well-being to move forward. So as you read across the page, and here we are in, you know, in, in America, we, we read from left to right. So if you go past, present, and then future. And oh, that's wow. the way it works, okay? And it goes kind of clockwise. But if you notice in each one of those, there's a face in the middle, and that's how I start. Those eyes are kind of the window to that soul. And then the imagery is all speaking loudly. Uh, everything you see in that picture, every line, every color, every movement, every association, the size of things, the blending of things, the, 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 way, it, the way it balances itself, everything about the artwork is kind of capturing that person's essence that's sitting in front of me or is on the other end of the phone or whatever the case may be, and then putting that painting together so they can use it almost like an affirmation later on. 
Wow. And a lot of people come back to me and said, you know, I'm going to use this as an affirmation. And I've, I've done these for hundreds and hundreds of people. Uh, I they want take one. An awful lot of <laughs> I'm like, that sounds really good. <laughs> it is cool. It is cool. And, and, uh, you know, the things that come up in it, the, the, uh, the information that comes forward and, you, you know, see animals and things like this, the, the association of, of power animals, you know, a lot of people say, oh, it's the totem. And I said, no, it's not your totem because a totem is a bloodline. So it's, uh, you know, you'd have to be Native American or some from some tribe to have that totem. This is not a totem. This is a, this is an animal and the essence or the nature of that animal is your kind of nature. And so it kind of reads it that way. Wow, very, very cool. I know sitting in the power is extremely important mm -hmm. to that connection to to spirit. Absolutely. Can you just share with our listeners your definition of sitting in the power and what is the meaning? Um, and then we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about that Sunday power hour. <laughs> <laughs> when I when I look at sitting in the power, and I know different teachers teach it differently, but it's like wherever two or more of you are, there I am. Okay, there, there's, there's that higher source, if you will. So when we come together in caring or in service of others, we begin to be joined by a power greater than ourselves. And I believe that. And so we find the strength within ourselves to kind of let go of the unnecessary self, the ego or whatever, to put ourselves forward and, and even vulnerable, if you will, towards the greater good for somebody else's walk in life, somebody else's uh, struggles in life and, and be there for them. And when we do a reading as a medium, we are enveloping into that power, using our own, using the power of the actual sitter or the client and feeling the power in the presence of the spirit world around us. So it starts to come almost like a triangle or, or a circle and it keeps coming stronger and stronger and stronger. And the deeper we go, and I'm not saying jump to the other side, I'm saying allow yourself to be washed over by a power of love. Oh, I love and that. in that power, there is a, a huge illumination of the truth around things. There is the ability and the, the windows and the doors all open for the senses to be heightened and joined. The blending of the spirit's mind and our mind becomes very, very powerful. And then when we invite the actual sitter or the client to join in, not to just be a, 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 a witness, if you will, not a verifier, you know, like they're going to sit over there. Do you understand that? Yes. Do you understand that? Yes. Do you understand? No. You know, and they sit over on the sidelines. We want them in the game. Mm -hmm. And when we have them involved as well, we actually feel the recognition, the fam the family or the familiarity with that person, the wonderful feeling of them in the presence and the whole history of that life. What was, what is, and what is now becoming is all right there in front of us. And we are, we are, uh, mediums that do their work well are extremely blessed with spiritual awakenings and spiritual sensitivities and spiritual well-being in their own life. And it is a healing for them as much as it is for the client yes. who's grieving, as 
much as it is for the spirit world who is struggling to come through and talk to somebody. Yes. So we are in the midst of that. And there is no greater power that I know humanly that I have ever felt. It, it really is something almost hard to put in words at times, right? That, that feeling that mm -hmm. you get when spirit is with you. And it is, it's, I can't even get started, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, in, but let's talk about this, this Sunday power. So you've got this Sunday hour of power and this is, I love this. So this is prayer. It's meditation for the soul. This is 21 mm -hmm. week, 21 weeks. I mean, this is, and it's free. I mean, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Explain like what inspired you to do this? What can someone expect and how can they sign up? I, you know, people are going to want to grab this. Well, you just go to my website and sign up and that'll be fine. And you can come and, and, and join us. And, and what we do is it's not about, um, it's not about religion. It's not a church, if you will, on Sunday, if you will. But I, I put it on Sunday because of the, the peace of that day and maybe the availability of people to come at noontime and just, just sit for an hour. Mm -hmm. And it's about, it's about reaching all of our powers together in order to help heal the world or help clarify and bring some light and some clarity and honesty to the world. And so I believe that a lot of people are struggling. A lot of people are hurting and, there, and there's a tremendous amount of fear. And I, I would rather people not be afraid. And I know that feeling quite well myself. And so I would rather us come together and each week there's a little bit of an inspiration and, uh, you know, inspired thought, if you will. And then we do um, kind of a prayer for healing of others around us and, and people can participate and, and state who they would like to pray for, what they're praying for, if you will, in the world. And then we do a meditation um, to kind of contemplate that. And each week I do a different meditation. So 21 weeks is a powerful number, the, the number 21. And it's, and we've been through one, two, and three, and each one of them is about creativity and that creative mind. And if you're a medium or you're a psychic who would be watching your show, of course, uh, then that's the mind you're using all the time in your work. Yeah. You're using the right brain, which yeah. is the creative <laughs> mind. And that creative mind is one that is co-creative with that power we just talked about, that that greater seeing being, that, that greater that greater good, that soul of souls, that heart of hearts. And that's where the language of things comes through. When we all sit in that together, we feel the oneness of everybody. And what's been interesting so far that even amazed me when I first started it was I have people from all around the world coming to this, you know, to this hour of power. And I didn't want to, you know, sound like some, you know, churchy thing, but I wanted it to be, and it's not cultish, we're not following me or something. It is about us particip participating together and joining together for a greater light and a greater image and a greater truth in the world. And so I've got people from obscure islands off the off of Thailand to, to uh, people from India that are chiming in to people from Europe that are chiming in a couple of people from Ireland that are chiming in. and and I think it's just wonderful that people can hear the the accents of those people the distance of those people and see as a world we're not that big a place we are all in this together and especially right now when we have the pandemic 
and things like that. I just thought it would be good to have a, a way to just breathe yeah. once a week and, and just sit quietly in the silence once a week and just get ourselves together before we you know, brave another week of, of what's going on. So wow. that's why I made it that way. That's incredible. And I, I, I think so come. many, oh, they better come. I mean, how, what a beautiful opportunity, you know? And, and again, just what a blessing that is that you're offering it, especially, you know, for free, especially during these times. Now we have an event coming up, right? I am yes. so excited. And this Saturday mm -hmm. it is world two worlds meet. So three mediums, two worlds. <laughs> Um, and this is going to be beautiful. You know, we we obviously have the renowned Janet Nohovic with us. And this is mm -hmm. for her church, for her school, which is also yeah. amazing. We have you. We have myself. And this is 4 p.m. Pacific time for our people, but 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And correct. Uh, correct. This is uh, I'm really I'm I'm really looking forward to it myself. I'm so excited, I'm excited. to work with you. So yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I don't think, I think we worked uh, a couple years ago in, in, um, in Lilydale yes. and you're always so good and the audience just loves you so much. And they just, I, I look forward to your readings. I know they do. Oh, so it's thanks. really kind of cool. So when, you know, when somebody shows up that actually knows what they're doing and, you know, it's like really fun. Oh, and then, thanks. <laughs> this is like, you know, a thorn between two roses here, but I'm going <laughs> to do the best I can, you know, and, uh, and we'll be drawing uh, too. So there'll be a, few pictures drawn so i hope people come oh it's gonna and be it's, wonderful it's for a good cause yeah. janet is on you know she's on the path of getting that schoolhouse done as a, a historical building and a place yeah. of peace and a healing center so it's yeah. it's quite it's quite important and i know there's lots of charities right now that that need things but but i think that's a place that people need as well so i hope i hope absolutely well. yeah no this is going to be really fun the other thing is so again like you know you're working with the best of the best in the world. So you've got Janet Nohovic, but in January, you kind of stirred up a little something with Mr. John Holland, right? So tell us about this. This is signs, symbols, and images, and it's what, January 21st, uh, yes. 7 to 9.30. Just tell us, just tell us how this, how did this come about? <laughs> well, John and I taught a few years ago at Sign Symbols and Silhouettes, and we did that in Florida, and we did a couple of other things. Um, but we have become very good friends, and um, he is a very strong medium himself, and he's a he's a good man, and and I I just love working with him, and and um, he I, I think we just we we met through mutual friends, and and uh, we started to work together, and so. You know, once a year, a couple of times a year, we get together and teach a class and we have a blast. I mean, it's just it's a lot of fun, but it's also um, it's good for us to work together because we challenge each other to, to even reach for more and reach for more information and push the students to a new level. And I think that's what's great about it. It really helps people gather up their own thoughts and 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 each time it's a little different you know each time we we're using our creativity to kind of push it push the envelope a little bit more and if the students come along with that then they're they're benefiting greatly um they're, they're going to get some really great stuff out of it so i'm really excited about that too you know oh great january is going to be a big month for lots of things so okay great oh that's yeah you've got so much happening <laughs> 
is so much going on. You know, one thing, (laughs) well, you're doing a great job. Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted to ask, you've been in this for a good amount of time and you have a lot Mm -hmm. of experience and you've met great leaders and you are a great leader yourself. And I wanted to know through this experience, what advice would you give you know, a medium stepping into this. Like if you had one piece to say, hey, listen, in all of my years, you know, if I knew this then or if there's something I, if someone would have given me these pearls of wisdom or what would you want to say, you know, to those those mediums coming in? That take your time. Don't rush. Take time to unfold and come to know who you are. Tell all my students and all my students in my mentorship program that, if you know who you are, 100%, then you're going to know very rarely who you're not. Okay. In other words, you're going to recognize spirit much, much better. You're going to also be that instrument, and you're going to know everything that's happening to you and how you're being played by the spirit world and how they're using you to get the information across. And it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. Lots of people want it to. They want to take a weekend warrior type type class and and hang out a shingle tomorrow i think that's a huge mistake one of the things is you'll you'll uh, begin to to adopt bad habits which will cause you problems later on or you will think you've done it all and then you know you're hurting people without even knowing you are uh, we deal with people who are suffering greatly they may have lost a child they may have lost their wife or their husband they they're in Desperate grief, sometimes even in a dangerous place themselves, you could be very detrimental. And what started out to think it was just a lot of fun ends up being quite um, quite troubling. I would rather you do what you love and love what you do, follow that that type of an idea, but take your time to know it well, and then you'll do it one and it will grow from there. Build a good foundation so that the house standing on it is going to stand for a long time and stand well. Um, if you don't have a foundation, then everything's going to sink away or blow up and you're going to give up on it. And I other students not give up. I know a lot of life keeps happening and life keeps coming at us. And um, there's a lot of things to know when you first start out. I would keep it to yourself and I would keep it, keep it close to the best. I would, I would, seek out the best of teachers and I would take my time. And that's, I think my biggest advice right there is be kind to you, learn, learn to love you and learn to know yourself well. And in doing so, all these other things will come together very well and you'll begin to understand spirit and understand the love that's there for you as well. And it's just an an extraordinary experience. Yeah, that's, um, that's really great advice and because there are so many people teaching or holding classes and workshops. So it is important to really get those people that have a reputation. I feel like get people that have really studied because that's really important. I mean, we, you know, of course it's a, a natural gift, but there's so much more right. to learn and experience and that self uh, development is so imperative to serving spirit. Think- 
Yeah, I would say take what you need and leave the rest if you're going to do that. If you say, you you know, I, there's no one to study. I think things being online a lot right now, I mean, one of the things that the COVID-19 has done is forced, to, forced a lot of people onto Zoom and onto these other, you know, other other venues to teach. And and so you have the ability to to witness a lot of different types of teachers from all around the world. And I would take advantage of that, but, but go with something that feels right for you and feels like that's the path I need to go. And that's what I want. And I would stay skeptical, you know, don't just, you fall, you fall for something, you know, you fall for one thing, you might fall for anything. You know, we, we stand for who you are, stand in your own integrity, stand in your own truth for yourself and and ask does that does that sound true to me is that really what i want in my own yeah. soul is this is this something and if if it is then you know in, investigate it you go further if it's not if it sounds like baloney it probably is <laughs> and and so avoid it you know uh a lot of the the research um you know universities and forever family foundation have done a lot of studies on what we do and you know, and over thousands and thousands of testings of mediums and things like this, you know, 80% or more are frauds. So wow. I would put yourself amongst the, put yourself amongst the great, the, the, the greater ones, the ones that know what they're doing, the ones that really do this and do it well for the sake of others. And when you start to sit with those types of people, then don't worry about the abundance that will yeah. come. Yeah. You know? Worry yeah. more about being qual being quality uh, in your work and the body of work that you have. Okay. And yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I know when I first started, you know, because I'm I'm a Jersey girl. I was I was in. Really, I didn't know that. That's great. <laughs> really into fitness. I wasn't I wasn't real mm -hmm. woo woo. Um, not much in the fairy land. And, and so I know when I first started, I just was like, oh my goodness, I don't fit in. It was very uncomfortable. And yeah. I just had to yeah. own, own who I was, but you're right. Like spirit will, spirit needs all of us, right? That, that if they're working with you is because they need you in some capacity for who you are. And that's why it's so mm -hmm. important to remain authentic. So absolutely. Now, l listen, everyone here is going to want to follow you. Right. So we've got the website, Joe Shield. It's right there, you guys, with his name, uh, as you can see. But Joe, on social media, you know, where can they find you? I know you're on Facebook. Just share everyone where they can. Are you on Instagram, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> I'm on Instagram as well. Right. Yes. And tw a Twitter, but I'm not a Twitterer. You know? Okay. Okay. <laughs> what is, what is your handle? I saw something funny the other day. I saw what? something funny just the other day in front of a church that says, tweet others as you would want them to tweet you. <laughs> That's awesome. That I love it. That's so great. Okay. Um, what is your Twitter? I mean, your Instagram handle. Do you know? <laughs> no. Probably just Joseph Shield. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Perfect. Okay. okay wonderful. I am so happy to have had you on. I, it is such a blessing and, and I really, really, I just appreciate it so much. And, um, oh, and behind, uh, behind you now, that's your artwork as well. Right. So share. Yes. Yeah. Those are my fine artworks. I'm, I'm, I'm working on, working on the, uh, on the fall scene and, and the winter scenes, uh, one from, uh, last year. So. Yeah. yeah. And people can buy your fine art on the website as well. Correct. 
if they just go to more about Joe Scheel and go to fine art, then you'll see some of the paintings that are there. Some of those are sold, but you, you can certainly look at them and uh, let us know. Yeah, sure. But that's these, it's what I love to do. I love to paint and oh. uh, I don't get enough time, but you know, I'll keep dabbling away. That's, that's what I do. <laughs> well, again, I want to okay. thank you so much, Joe. It's just been thank such you. a pleasure. And, you know, I can't wait to see you again in Lilydale or maybe yep. sooner. I'll see you Saturday night on Zoom. <laughs> there we go. Lots of love we'll to you, Joe. Sure. Yes, absolutely. And thank love you me. so much and have a great night. Many Bye. blessings. Thanks, Colby. Thanks. Be well. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Colby Rebel Show. Be sure to follow Colby on social media at Psychic Rebel. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please head on over to iTunes to leave a review to help Colby grow the tribe. Colby is an international psychic medium, teacher, best-selling author, and speaker. She is a master teacher of the Lisa Williams International School of Spiritual Development and is the owner of the Colby Rebel Spirit Center in Los Angeles. Visit ColbyRebel.com.